You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast with your host, Art Harris. You're listening to another edition of the Black Male Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Art Harris, licensed marriage and family therapist and school psychologist, breaking it down from the perspective of a black male living in this world. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Let's get straight to it. Coronavirus is the main topic of the whole world right now. I know in last week's episode, we talked about how not to get freaked out and how to manage manage anxiety related to the coronavirus and how to not let the fear mongering and the shock media really get you paranoid. But I don't think that worked because people are freaking out. People are losing their mind. And so let's get straight to the point with what you need to know. Right now in the U.S., there's still a little bit over 3,000 cases of the coronavirus in the U.S. Um, So I know we're like, man, this is a big deal. Some of us are self-quarantined. Some of us are um, loading up our cabinets. Um, Some people are loading up on other things. But people out there need to realize there's still a little over 3,000 cases in the U.S. related to the coronavirus and last I checked, there was still um, there were still less than um, fifty deaths, um, but but still there is a big concern globally with the coronavirus. I'm not going to be one of these people to sit here and be like, um, this isn't a big deal because this is a big deal worldwide. Um, last I checked, according to CNN. Um, China has the most cases to any other country with more than 80,000 cases of the coronavirus. Italy has more than 24,000 cases. Iran has almost 14,000. And Spain has now 7,000 cases of the coronavirus. And as I said earlier, the U.S. has reported now more than 3,000 cases of the coronavirus. So... This show, again, we'll talk about what's happening, what's changed since the coronavirus. I wanted to give those facts starting off. And, um, of course, I want to help give tips on managing anxiety, fears, and frustration related to this issue. Because it's not just now the fear of getting sick. It's the fear of not um, being able to go to work. It's the fear of not having child care if your kids are home. It's the fear of not being able to supply for yourself if you can't go to work. And so those are some of the things we'll talk about today. Again, managing fears and frustration related to the coronavirus. Earlier, I participated in a phone conference for my um, for my friend's show, The Psychotic Bump School. Um, DJ Rome, he does a podcast, who's another black male school psychologist working out of Northern California, but he's also a DJ. And he put together... Um, a panel on his podcast um, talking about um, how mental health professionals can respond 
to um, change us in the coronavirus. I'll give you a little bit of that conversation I had today, but really you need to check out his episode of the Psychotic Bump School to really see what me and my wife had to say about the coronavirus related to mental health professionals in the conversation with that panel, because it was a good conversation. Of course, we'll look at what's happening in the world of sports and how that's been impacted by the coronavirus. And we'll again give tips on managing yourself during this time of crisis or fear and really some things you can do to take care of yourself in terms of self-care. I'll give you guys a good little book list for you guys to check out while you're self-quarantined because you should not let your mind and thoughts roam free by, by looking up articles in the news related to this. You should use this as a time to order your steps, get your mind right, get your soul right, get your finances in order and game plan for the ups and downs that'll come from this situation. And of course, as we close the show today, we'll give a tip from the school psychologist. There are many school districts who have been shut down and who will be shut down for the upcoming weeks. But that doesn't mean you don't have a role as a student if you are in school. And if you're a parent and you have a student, that doesn't mean that it's just a a break. You want to keep your your kid engaged in learning in some capacity. And so we'll give a tip from the school psychologist on how to make that happen. And so we'll take a break and then we'll come back and get right into it. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. This portion of the show is sponsored by Robin Hood. You can go to infight.robinhood.com backslash Arthur 447 for a chance to get a free stock up to $500 just for signing up. You should do it. Get invested. Get in the game. Don't get left behind because you're afraid to invest. Start today. So the major news of the world right now is really centered around the coronavirus. And many things have changed since our last episode on the Black Male Therapist podcast. Heck, a whole lot have changed in the last few days related to the coronavirus. So recently um, on Friday, we got a big um, press conference and speech from the President Donald Trump talking about how people should respond to the coronavirus, what steps the government is taking in terms of keeping people safe and how to make sure people are still provided for in these difficult times and really how to make sure people don't get screwed over financially. And there was another speech from him on Sunday really talking about how people shouldn't be hoarding food and people should not... um try to hoard everything for themselves and sell it to others and that people shouldn't really panic. I know there's been talk of a government shutdown possibly for um, 14 days. 
But many people have already taken the steps of self-quarantine on their own. Many people have already decided to just kind of keep it chill and not really engage in large groups. But this weekend, you've seen many counties announce that they don't want large gatherings of people. It went from a thousand. In some cases, it went down to 500. And then I saw 250. And then um, in the county, Contra Costa County, I saw they came out and said they don't want gatherings of 50 people or more. I've heard some people say they don't even want gatherings of 10 people or more. And so many churches, at least in the Bay Area, have been doing online services this weekend. And many um, therapists are considering doing telehealth and online therapy um, for their clients this week if they have that option. I know in my personal practice, that's something that uh, me and my wife are really debating about just you just doing online therapy or phone conversations for therapy this week through our um, video leak. We could do online sessions, but some people prefer the phone conversation instead of seeing sitting face to face in front of a screen. But regardless, these are the steps that people are taking right now in order to adjust to these times. But back to the government and the response, one thing I did see is that the White House and the country, are they're taking this a lot more seriously now. In case you don't know, there was a picture with President Trump uh, a few days ago with him shaking hands with, um, I think, the president of Brazil. And they were having they had a hat that said make Brazil great again and so they were shaking hands and all hee hee and ha ha but then the um, president of Brazil he tested positive for the coronavirus and so the president Trump he had to get tested to make sure he wasn't sick from the coronavirus and he wasn't sick but I think people were seeing more big names out there being tested or or possibly positive for the coronavirus. Last week, we talked about Rudy Gober, the NBA player who tested positive for the coronavirus, but then it turned out his teammate, Donovan Mitchell, tested positive, and then another player in the NBA, and everything got shut down. No more NBA season. No more NHL hockey season. No more college basketball. March Madness got canceled, y'all. This is breaking my heart. These sports really are part of my self-care. And so it's over. But I definitely understand that um, it's better to just end the season instead of playing in front of empty um, stadiums. Like who? That's really what the game is about on that stage. It's the crowd, the big stage, record, responding to the buzz, responding to the ups and downs, making the crowd go silent, breaking their heart, making them cheer, hearing the chance of MVP. That's what it's all about right now. And to play without crowds, really, it, it really didn't make that much sense, I think. And the truth is, you still put players at risk of contracting the coronavirus and spreading it to others and so they had to make the decision to end a lot of the sports right now and speaking of performing in front of an empty audience the presidential debate uh, between joe biden and bernie sanders was held without a crowd for the first time and of course the coronavirus was the main topic but one thing that was interesting 
that um, Joe Biden said is that he'll probably have a female candidate as his vice president if he's nominated for the Democrats election to go up against Donald Trump for the president of the United States. And so hopefully he could get a qualified um, vice president, regardless, male or female, because I really think this is a time where we need competent people in the White House who can make sound decisions based off the information that they have in front. This is not a time where we need people that are just stars running the show. We don't need another um, popularity contest and we don't need anybody that's subject to getting hacked or subject to getting um, their dirt aired in front of the whole world and swaying the popular decision of the voters. We really need people out there who can make sound decisions. I really hope whoever sits in that office again can do something for the betterment of the black community and not just the black community. We need to do something for the poor community. We need to do something for the Hispanic community. We need to do something for the Asian community. We need to consider the white community. We need to consider the Arab community. We need to consider all communities. We can't just benefit those who are wealthy and filthy rich or who are just from some white middle or upper class. We really need to come in and support everybody, but I really think we need somebody that's going to come in and say, you know what? We've been wrong to black people, to to what we did to them in this country and abroad, and we need to give them some type of reparation or some type of economic boost to really make up for the dirt that they did. I know some people think, man, that's a pipe dream. They don't care about us, but I think if they're going to fight so hard to get the black vote, because we really decide these elections. When it all comes down to it, America be split down the middle. And when the black vote really jump in, yo, we could really sway and take this election and make it go where we want it to go. And so hopefully the person who is running with Biden and Biden himself, hopefully they can beat Trump if that's what they're going to do and do something for all people. But don't forget about the black folks, you know, and in other news, we were talking again about how schools have been impacted and workplace has been impacted. And so social distancing has been something that's came up. As I said, it's been coming up on um, a podcast that I was on with my wife earlier today, The Psychotic Bump School, uh, hosted by DJ Rome. But it's also come up in my work space, talking with other psychologists about the impact of social distancing on our people. And the truth is, social distancing, man, um, people are already distant enough. People are already spending more time on their cell phones and behind screens than usual. People are already so socially awkward. And so having a a national stance um, suggesting that we be more distant in social settings, that's just making people less and less connected but i understand because we are now in a time where yo we do not want to make this coronavirus spread even more than what it is the truth is um about 3500 cases in america 
when looking at our total population, it's not a lot. But the thing is, it can spread. And so by doing what's right, by washing your hands, washing your face, not touching your face and mouth, not shaking hands, keeping a little distance, covering your mouth when you cough, you know, um, just doing what's right in, in terms of not spreading germs, I think we could keep this thing under wraps. But it, it's going to take a mass effort from everybody to really um, don't spread it. And I know it's hard not to hug and elbow or dap, um, handshake, shake, hug. I know it's um, hard not to do these things with people that you greet, but we got to keep our distance, you know, and I think we'll be better for it. And if you sick, stay home. So what does this mean for people with high anxiety? What does this mean for people who are really scared and freaking out right now? And, you know, as we talked last week, we really should be managing our own anxiety related to uh, the coronavirus and what's happening in the world. One thing I'll say, remember that it is flu season. We're still at the tail end of it. Plus, we're entering the allergy season. So it is normal this time of year to have an itchy throat, to have a cough, to have a sneeze, to have a watery eye, to get symptoms of the flu, to not be feeling well. So don't overreact if you notice yourself having symptoms. Don't think, oh my God, I have the coronavirus. You know, just because you're having seasonal allergies or um, signs of a common cold, it's still flu season, it's still cold season. And like I said, we're entering allergy season. So be aware of your symptoms, but as things get worsened, um, you don't want to wait too long to get tested, but you don't want to run the risk of infecting loved ones also. So you, you need to take your symptoms serious, but don't overreact. I um, have been around people in these last few days, not in close distance, but close enough to hear them cough and seeing the room get quiet and stare at the person if they cough and don't let them sneeze you really see people start acting funny and um i'm not surprised because look what the media is telling you the media is telling you that this is everywhere and the truth is we don't know so we do have to stay clean wipe everything down but also manage your fear you have to tell yourself don't overreact deep breathe stay calm don't freak out. You have to even tell yourself, even if I do come in contact with the coronavirus, it doesn't mean I'm going to necessarily die or infect everybody. But I do need to quarantine and take measures to get myself right. You, you have to really think like that, that regardless what happens, you're going to be OK, because once you start panicking, then you run the risk of making things worse. I've been working with people lately who've been having anxiety attacks and 
um, panic outbreaks and these uncontrollable fears, night terrors, and they're really acting out of character. And I think this is a season where people who've had high anxiety already um, now have something to really focus their fears on and it's going to the next level. So check yourself, calm yourself down. And if you know one of these people and you can't get them to regulate, you might need to protect yourself by hanging up the phone, not responding to that text, putting the phone down, just walking away because you can't let somebody else's fear take you to the next level. Unless you're married to that person, you really don't have to do nothing with what they got going on. Unless that's your child or your mama or your sibling, you, you really don't have to do nothing about them. And so you need to protect yourself and protect yourself by staying away from people who are freaking out and turning off the news and just washing your hands and staying clean, you know, basic stuff. So somebody said, Art, man, what the heck am I going to do now that the sports are over and we're basically quarantined to the house? Well, I got some things that might help for you. I'm going to take a break and come back. I'm going to give you some of my favorite books to read. And maybe these books will help you get through this time also. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. Check it out, man. I'm out here trying to live my life. And it's wild nowadays. We got this coronavirus. We got trying to make ends meet by working and managing your career. You know, as a father, as a businessman, as a husband, there's a lot of things that happen in this world to, you know, keep me moving and keep me motivated, but a lot can be draining too. And so I'm probably explaining things that might be something you can relate with or not. But one thing I know, self-care is definitely a focus that we really need to hold on to in these times of stress or fear or poverty or race relations, uh, whatever it is self-care is definitely something we need to focus on so hopefully my show serves as a place of self-care you're listening to the black male therapist podcast with your host art harris this section of the show is brought to you by the acorns app the best way to save your leftover money your leftover loose change whatever you need to do it's the best way to get ahead and get started in the game. Just link your debit card and get started and watch as you get closer to your financial dreams. Start investing with Acorns today. Get $5 when you use my invite link for 8P9Z2. Just go to acorns.com backslash invite backslash 48P9Z2 to get your $5 to see where it takes you. You have nothing to lose but time. So welcome back to the show. And in case you didn't know, the coronavirus has shut down a lot of things that are happening in the world. And so in the Bay Area specifically, people have been advised not to really do too much outside their homes, especially with large groups. Of course, the hospitals are open and the grocery stores are open. 
But besides that, a lot of people are really just shutting it down if they can, you know, especially if it involves large groups of people. And so many of us will be working from home. Many of us will be just at home, maybe watching kids. Others might just don't know what to do because they can't get out. But like I said earlier, you got to manage your fear and you have to do something to get your mind off of the coronavirus. And so I have some recommended books that can definitely keep you busy and take your mind to a deep place. Let's see. What do I have? I have Ivan Van Sertima. They came before Columbus. That is a great book for you to check out. It really deals with a lot of the research related to black people from Africa being in the Americas way before Columbus and in some cases way before anybody else. It really backs up some of those theories by um, people like Dane Calloway, who says that we are original people of America. And so they came before Columbus has some facts to really talk about that. The Me Too Neater. This is a book that breaks down the Egyptian spiritual system. I really recommend checking this book out, especially if you're trying to get a deeper understanding of spirituality, God, and trying to make sense of the religions that you may follow. You'll see a lot of the practices that were done in ancient Egypt uh, or ancient Kemet were really in place um, well before many of the teachings um, that we get in our Christian Bible or the Quran and other spiritual books. And it's good to see that there's been a space to really consider events or consider spirituality before the times of the Bible or Quran or other books. It doesn't necessarily mean that those books are invalid, but it does mean that there is a, there is a place um, where some of this stuff originated from. Francis Cress Wesling. Dr. Francis Cress Wesling, she's the author of the ISIS papers. If you can find her writings, you should really check it out. Her her theories on the psychology of people and really what's happening with the world, it's just mind-blowing. You have to check her out. I can't spoil it. You have to read her for yourself. Um, another one of my favorite books right now, Dr. Yosef Ben Jokanen, African Origins of the Major Western Religions. This is another one where you really look at the Western religions of the world. And in that, there's Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and what Dr. Yosef Ben Shokanan does in his book is really break down some of the themes, stories, philosophies, and people from the um, Bible, the Torah, and the Quran that are really centered from and centered in Africa. His book right here even talks about some of the 
people that were important to influencing the spread of these religions and setting up a religious structure. And so his book is very interesting, especially if you need something to back up um, your claim that a lot of the religions that are practiced in the Western world originated in Africa. You know, what's another one? Chaika Anta Diop, Pre-Colonial Black Africa. This book right here is another one that really goes into black life on Africa before colonization happened. It wasn't Wakanda. It wasn't mystical. It was real. And there were things that were happening on the planet that you can see um, were mind-blowing, were brilliant, but you can also see the stage being set up to come exploit the black people. This book by Chanka Ainta Diop, Pre-Colonial Black Africa, another great read. Um, Dr. Naeem Akbar. I've read almost this whole book on my show before. Um, what was the book that I read? Egypt, Light of the World. Is that it? Egypt, Light of the World. No, I'm thinking of um, a song, Jesus, the Light of the World. Um, yeah, Egypt, Light of the World. That was the book that I read. I'm tripping. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Another one of his is um, New Visions for Black Men. That That's another good one by Naeem Akbar. Another book that's um, I encourage you to read by Dr. Wade Nobles. Hey, if you never read anything from Dr. Wade Nobles or listened to him speak, I encourage you to. A book, The Island of Memes. Haiti's Unfinished Revolution is a great book that really um, puts a lot of things in perspective related to how Haiti um, was able to get their independence and some of the themes related to Haiti's revolution that are relevant to black people in current days. You'd be surprised how this little book right here is a very key book in understanding black people and our um, quest for freedom and independence. The Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome by Dr. Joy DeGroy. If you have not um, heard of the Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome or read the Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, you're doing yourself a disservice. I know um, in one of my work settings, they try to read this book or suggest reading this book and discussing it, but it was so powerful that I think it was just too much for even this room of psychologists to conceptualize and articulate in a group setting. And so this is one I definitely encourage you to take your time with and read The Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome. It's some real stuff. Another one, Carter G. Woodson, The Miseducation of the Negro. You got to read this book. I know I've referenced it several times on my show, but again, I'm referencing referencing this book, especially if you're black and really think that um, you're feeling more distant from your community. 
that you're feeling like something isn't right and you're questioning the education system that you're in, you should check this book out. This one might make some sense for you. Another one, Chancellor Williams, The Destruction of Black Civilization. Yo, Chancellor Williams in this book, The Destruction of Black Civilization, really did a a real thorough research and investigation on what happened to black life. And in this book, he does talk about different religions that played a negative role um, on black people at the time. There's some mention of um, Christianity at that time being used as a slave religion and at times Islam being used as a slave religion. And he, he really does a good job of just breaking down how people use these religions to hurt and manipulate black people. He did such a good job that it was challenged by the Dr. Wesley Muhammad, who in his um, research and in his articulate way challenged some of the content from the book, um, The Destruction of the Black Civilization. Of course, he stood up for the Muslim religion and said, no, 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 no. Black people have been studying Islam way before those people who've come in hating blacks and were anti-black came and became the face of religion. In fact, um, Islam, as he stated, was for the black man, the original man, and it all started in Africa. In fact, all that stuff was Africa back then when Islam started, according to um, Dr. Wesley Muhammad. And so I encourage you to check out the book, The Destruction of the Black Civilization, but also see if you can find what Dr. Wesley Muhammad has to say about um, Chancellor Williams and the destruction of black civilization. It's very interesting to hear these very articulate, intelligent black men talk about a very important subject. Another one, Joanza Conjufo, Countering the Conspiracy to Destroy Black Boys. This book is a very important book um, written to really look at what are some of the messages, some of the themes that are happening to destroy the black male, whether it's demasculating us or setting us up for failure in the educational system that we can't relate to or putting us on that school to prison pipeline. This is a great book to really look at and consider. George G.M. James, Stolen Legacy. Man, Stolen Legacy, this is one of those books that... It, it just blows my mind. I'm on the I'm reading it for the third time right now. Um, and it's it's just an awesome read. Stolen Legacy. He Dr. George Jim James in his book. He really breaks down how the knowledge and systems that were taught in ancient Egypt were stolen by the Greeks and later Romans and um, manipulated and bastardized. And they didn't give black people, the Egyptian teachers, the credit 
for their work. And he really breaks down the philosophers from Greek from Plato to Aristotle to Socrates, Pythagoras. He, he really breaks down the system that they stole, messed up, and um, really what it was supposed to be. His book was amazing. Stolen Legacy. You have to check it out. And this wasn't coming from a man who just hated the Greeks and Romans and didn't know nothing about them. This is coming from a professor of Greek philosophy. You see, Dr. George G.M. James, he really knows, knew his stuff. And in his book, Stolen Legacy, you see proof that a lot of the works we claim as ancient Greeks is really African work that we're not getting the credit for. And the thing is, imagine how engaged our black boys and girls would be in school if they knew that some of the theories related to space and time and angles and triangles and philosophy were things and theories created by black people. You know, I think you'd have a completely different outlook on the world and yourself if you knew your place in making the world great. Another book that you should check out, Franz Fanon, The Wretched of the Earth. I can't lie. I started reading this book and I haven't finished it yet. This is a heavy book for me. This Franz Fanon was a French psychiatrist, a black man who really broke down a lot of issues related to black people. And it's a real... Um, heavy book. I encourage you to read it. I'm still reading it. It's taking me some time, but I encourage you to check it out. Um, and that I think that's a good start. That's a good start. I gave you guys a lot of books to check out and get started and read because um, now is the time to really open up your mind and not to get caught up in everything related to fear and everything you know this is the time to read some books and so i gave you guys some key um books to get you started hit me up if you have questions about these books um you could always find them online you can find them on youtube you can find them in the bookstore but i encourage you to check these books out of course, I have more, but I think this is a good start. And if you don't know what else to do, read the Bible, read the Quran, read um, whatever spiritual book you read and um, try to make sense of it. But I definitely encourage you to read these books, especially Stolen Legacy. And if you um, black Chancellor Williams the destruction of the black civilization. It might wake you up to some things you never really thought of before. Um, yeah, and that's it in terms of my book list for you guys. Like I said, today is really about surviving the coronavirus. There's not too much to talk about related to sports. We know what the news is about. You know, I don't, I'm not really talking about a lot of psychoeducation or um, other things than really managing your anxiety and some self-care, like reading a good book. A good book will really help you wake up 
and get past this funk that's happening right now. And um, before I get out of here, I want to give you a tip from the school psychologist. As I said earlier, many people are home from school or their kids are home from school. And so I'm encouraging you to stay up on your game, regardless of what happens this year. One plus one will still be two. You know, um, the times tables will still be the same. You know, what happened in World War II still happened in World War II. You know, are you getting the point? The periodical table will still be the periodical table. So I'm encouraging you to study. Stay on point on the things that they're trying to teach you in school because you do need to be able to navigate the educational system, you know. But I'm challenging you to taking it to another level, just like I've done before, doing your time off. Read some things that are more um, than just the things you require to read for school. Study some things that aren't just part of the school's curriculum. I challenge you to get a trade, get an interest, get some financial literacy, learn something new, and build yourself so you can build your brand or your business in one day. You have to be really careful out there because I really think, and this is no shade to anybody. I'm really working on saying things like no offense first or don't take this the wrong way before I say something messed up. But I really think a lot of the educational system out there, even through graduate school, a lot of these programs just make people better slaves better employees, better workers. And so you want more than that. You you want to be able to have a trade and a skill to make money on, of course. You definitely want to learn and grow your mind and help your community. But I really think the best way you can help your community is by developing a financial literacy, developing a skill, and opening your own business in the community and creating jobs and resources for that community. Don't think of going to school just so you could get up and get a job. Even if you're a high-paid slave, you're still a slave if you're not in control of what you got going on. Because you're a slave to something. It might be the economy. It might be that job. It might be your substance. It might be your women. It might be your cars. I'm encouraging you to break that slave mentality and become your own boss. The boss of yourself. The boss of your resources. The boss of your home. The boss of your community and I encouraging you to build yourself up and your community in the process by doing more than what's required for your school system and building yourself and taking it to another level. Hopefully I didn't get too deep on you guys today, uh, but it's real. We're living in real times and we need to be able to survive what's happening in this Corona virus. And I think that's it for today. We didn't really get a chance to talk about finances related to um, the coronavirus and how to survive this economy. Um, The best thing I could say is don't spend, like my wife says, frivolously. What's the word? Frivolously. Only buy things that are needed right now. Hold on to your dough. And if you're going to invest, invest in a way that makes sense. Buy low, sell high, and really 
get yourself in position to create your own business one day. You like, hey, Art, I don't know if I want to start my own business. That's not really for me. But I do encourage you to still put your chips together because you may have a business-minded friend or family member that has something good that they just need somebody to invest with them. They might have a um, property um, deal coming up and they might just need somebody to invest in with them. And so I'm encouraging you to think bigger than what you're going through right now because as the market changes, um, so does the prices. So does the interest rates. So do the opportunities. And so put yourself in a position to take opportunity. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram at Blackmail Therapist. You can leave a message for me on the Anchor FM app. If you, if you come correct, I might play it on the show. Yeah, so hit me up. You know where to find me. I would love to know what you think. Hey, and before I get out of here, I want to give an update for the Bay Area chapter of Black Psychologists meeting. So usually we meet the third Saturday of every month. And this month was supposed to be the friends and family meet and greet where we were supposed to bring people in to come show them what we're doing with our Bay Area chapter of psychologists. But um, due to this COVID-19 stuff, our chapter meeting got canceled for this week and so did the meet and greet. So uh, the chapter is still committed to being a uh, support to the community and look out in the Oakland Post. You're going to see an article from the chapter on dealing with stress during these times. And so I can't wait to read that one for myself. And so that's really it for today. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Know yourself because self-knowledge is the key. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. podcast babe you think they're ready i don't know you ready i'm ready why don't you tell the people what the podcast is about though so the we are culture first podcast brought to you by art and Arissa harris we're both licensed marriage and family therapists we're a married couple we're a black couple and we hope talking with you about issues related to cultural relevant stuff black excellence and our new segment called the couple's corner will bring you closer to a healthier functioning and put you up on game in general with how to deal with the day-to-day things we deal with in this environment, in this society, in this world, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and so y'all go get a peek once a week into the real candid conversations that we have because we are culture first. Mm-hmm.